Today's episode is brought to you by Small Biz Social Society. Small Biz Social Society is a membership for ambitious entrepreneurs that want to stand out on social media that I created to help you gain visibility, increase your confidence, create more exciting content so that you can make an impact, have more fun on social media, and of course, make more money, honey. This membership is packed with value. There's a new training with yours truly every single month. We have master classes from guest experts every single month talking to us about online marketing and entrepreneurship. And we have an incredible community of badass entrepreneurs in this group that are rising up together. If you want to do great things on social media and in your business and in your life, this is the place for you. Enroll today at smallbizsocialsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that the show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 114. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Welcome to the last episode of 2021. I am so stoked to be here with you today. It's just me and you, you and me, just the two of us. Um, <laughs> no guest today. You can hear it in my voice. I have been sick. I am almost better. Um, I unfortunately got sick from my kiddos, who unfortunately got sick after going back to school for the first time since the spring. Um, so you you may know if you've been following along for a while, that we were homeschooling our kids recently just for a temporary solution for our family. And um, Romy hadn't been at regular school since April, and Rowdy hadn't been, no, Rowdy hadn't been since April, and Romy hadn't been at regular school since May. So it's been a while. And we moved in November, uh, mid to, well, yeah, mid to late November of 2021, and we wanted the kids to go to the school here where we moved to, all a part of the plan, right? Well, they start school, you know, the week after Thanksgiving, and sure enough, Rowdy gets sick, Romy gets sick, and then Mom gets sick. Uh, so far, at the time of recording, Ryan is okay. Uh, let's hope that he slides by and uh, does not experience what I experienced. Because to be quite frank, I felt like shit. I like look. I'm not a complainer or dramatic when it comes to being sick and. I also didn't want to, like, put negativity out into the world or anything, but, like, I felt really bad um, with um, with whatever the hell my, my kids gave me. I mean, thankfully, fever wasn't a thing, but, like, oh, my gosh. Otherwise, I felt like shit. So I'm thankful to be feeling a lot better, almost totally recovered, and I'm here with you for the last episode of 2021. I'm so proud of this show. Before we get started, I just have to say, we yet again had another year where we did not miss a Monday. It gives a whole new meaning to never miss a Monday. I know usually that's a fitness person saying, never miss a Monday. You have to work out every Monday. In this case, it's we never missed a Monday of releasing a new episode of the Social Sunshine Podcast. And I'm really, really proud of that. Shout out to my producer, Megan Colwell, who is fantastic. She does a variety of work um, with me, with the show and with my, um, membership. She is really, really a gem. I'm so thankful for you, Megan. And she helps run also the social media accounts for this podcast, um, does the design work. She does a lot of stuff. So shout out to Megan for being so important and so fabulous all year long with the show. And also my big brother, Zach, he is the editor of the Social Sunshine Podcast. And um, shout out to Zach. The three of us really make a great team when it comes to um, doing this show. It's such a great team, in fact, that um, I decided to start offering podcasting services to other people. So the three of us, plus a fourth 
team member who is actually Vanessa, my sister-in-law, so Zach's wife. You may recall that I officiated their wedding back in October. Um, Vanessa is joining the podcasting team and the four of us are going to be providing these services of podcast production and marketing to others that want to start their own podcast in 2022. And I'm so proud of that because I've told you many times that doing this show is one of the best things I've ever done in my life. I love it so much. And we've done an excellent job. It's been a successful show. It has charted in the top 100 and top 50 marketing podcasts all over the world in like 12 or 13 countries. And excuse me, we've been around for more than two years now. We've learned a lot and we really, really know how to put together a good show and also market the show and really, um, you know, make sure people know it's there (laughs) and get people to come listen to the show. So we're excited to be now helping others with this. If you want more information about podcast launch packages and so on and so forth, all you got to do is email Fun Love Media, okay? It's just funlovemedia8, the number eight, at gmail.com. And, um, We'll uh, we'll get you all set up and get you going with your own show. So that is fantastic. Okay, so today, since it's just me and you, I wanted to do some Q&A. I've asked you, if you follow me on social media, especially on Instagram, you know that I've asked you for questions over the last week or two, um, just about, you know, about anything you want to ask me, social media, online marketing, business tips, or whatever the hell you want to talk about. And I got a lot of good questions, and I'm going to answer some of them uh, here in just a few minutes. Before I do that, huge, exciting moment. Huge, huge, huge. Look, it's huge for me, all right? Don't you love it when people are like, I have a huge announcement, and then they announce, and you're like, really? It was that? Um, but I'm telling you, I think this one is really worth saying that it's that it's huge. So today, the day this episode comes out, Monday, December 27, 2021, is the first day that you can get in to my mastermind membership, Small Biz Social Society, for only $18 a month. I'm so fucking excited about this. Look, I know you're probably like, why are you excited? Uh, You lowered the price, Brittany. (laughs) Why would that excite you? It excites me because, yes, I understand as a business owner how to make money. (laughs) And I know that lowering the price from 48 a month to 18 a month seems like it's a good way to lose money, right? But here's the deal. I was so sick of price preventing great people from experiencing this community. Bottom line, I had to dig deep. You know, in recent weeks, I was really evaluating what I want 2022 to look like for my business, just like you probably have as well. And I think it's important to do that. You don't have to call it a New Year's resolution. Call it whatever the hell you want. But I really was trying to check in with myself. Like, okay, what is feeling great? What is not? What can you change? What can you improve? What do you need to get rid of? So on and so forth. And you probably know that I love Small Biz Social Society so much. So much. I created that community from scratch in August 2020. And... It has the most incredible people in it. It has become this family of these ambitious entrepreneurs that really do want to shine on social media. They want to use social media for good, to grow their businesses, to help people. And they want to do this together with other cool, smart, creative, fun people in this community. Because when you hang out with badass people, You're going to eventually turn into a badass, all right? It's just inevitable. And it's been the most beautiful experience, but here's the problem. The price of $48 a month has been keeping a lot of people from joining. And if you get my emails, you probably read my notes about this, but I want to go ahead and repeat it here so you can hear it in my voice. You You can really feel it with me. I know there's probably... A ton of business coaches that would be like, no way, girl. You have to raise prices. You have to charge people more. You have to, you know, know your worth and know how valuable what you have is. Here's my reply to that. I know my worth. 
I know how valuable this community is. I do not need anyone to remind me that. I am the biggest cheerleader for small business social society that possibly exists. And it's absolutely fantastic. I know that it's worth more than $48 a month. I know that in my heart. I can say that 100% honestly. But it doesn't change the fact that a lot of people that are attracted to this community are solopreneurs or they have like tiny, tiny business with a very strict budget. They are probably parents, a lot of them mothers, uh, with a partner to consider, you know, a family budget. You're not going to always be able to just spend, you know, an extra 50 bucks a month on your business, especially for those that are like side hustling, just starting out, you know, doing their business part-time while also juggling other responsibilities as um, a parent or a caretaker. It's just not always in the budget. And I don't want that to be an obstacle anymore. And so I had to dig deep in my heart and say, okay, what was the original vision and goal for Small Biz Social Society, Brittany? What, what What was the original thought, right? The answer is, I wanted to create a space for a community that was huge. Thousands of people that are ambitious, they're excited about life and about business and about showing up on social media as their authentic selves, having fun with it, being real, growing their businesses through social media and online marketing, and also making an impact on others through their messaging and their brand on social media and online marketing and wanting to be alongside a lot of other people that are similar to them. And I wanted this to be this huge community of thousands of people. And I have specific visions of our events every year and the opportunities that it's going to provide to a lot of the members, especially the early on members that, that you know, will, will really help them grow their businesses and help everybody really thrive. And you're just not going to be able to help as many people at that price point, the end of story. Um, so I dug deep in my heart and I knew it may not, <laughs> it may mean <laughs> for my family, not as much of an income from this part of my business, but it does mean that it's going to welcome way more people. And I'm so, so proud of that because we don't always, we don't all, how do I say this? Everyone doesn't always follow, I was going to say get to follow their heart, but I won't say get to. Everyone doesn't always follow their heart. And it's not because everyone is assholes. There are plenty of assholes out there, but I don't think you're one. (laughs) A lot of times we don't get to follow our heart because real life gets in the fucking way. Like you have to actually live your life. You have to pay bills You have to take care of your children, of your parents, of your grandparents, of your partner. You have to take care of yourself. You have to function. You have to have all of that shit handled in order to be able to just function and go through your days, right? I mean, all this whole like, oh, live this amazing life and da da da. I mean, that's all fantastic. And you know, I believe in that. But the bottom line is that. People have to handle fucking business, right? And because we have to prioritize that, just the way that humans are and the way society is built, I guess, whatever. I don't have all the answers, all right? But because of that, we tend to neglect the passion projects, the things that our hearts really want, the things that just make us smile. Maybe they don't necessarily pay the bills yet, but... We tend to neglect those things because of the other things. And I didn't want that to happen with Small Biz Social Society. You know, it's just it's just about to be a year and a half old. It's a young organization. 
Um, I've learned a lot. My, my small team that helps me, we have all learned a lot about having a membership and what makes it great and how to help everybody in it. And it's been fantastic. But it's time for more people to be able to experience that. It's time for more people to thrive on social media and beyond and really be able to impact the world the way that you want to. And you know how I feel about social media. Social media is a vehicle that can help deliver you to your destiny. And I'm so, so happy that I actually get to just follow my heart and know what's the right thing to do, lower the price, welcome in all of you into this community, and start having some badass events. Our first event is happening in 2022, so you better watch out for that. Okay, so I'll stop because if I don't, I'll probably like start crying. Then I'll be coughing and crying, and then I'm just a fucking wreck. Um, so here's how you enroll in Small Biz Social Society. Please, thank you for bearing with me with this sick voice and like having to take my <clears throat> pauses. Um, I appreciate you guys. Okay, all you got to do is go to smallbizsocialsociety.com and enroll. The end. It's that fucking easy. Now, here is the cool bonus situation. For anyone that enrolls between today, December 27, 2021, and January 7th, 2022, so you've got about 10-ish days, if you enroll during that time period, then you are going to get a bonus from me. You are going to get a special invite to a new members-only virtual group coaching session. I am going to be sharing with you my top uh, social media tips for kicking off 2022 so you get started um, solid and strong in the new year with your social media content. And then in the last half, we're going to do Q&A, introductions. You're going to get to ask whatever questions you want, meet the other new members, and so on. Okay, so that's smallbizsocialsociety.com. Enroll. It's only $18 a month. That is the same fucking price as the Netflix premium plan. It is. It's the same price. You can do this. You deserve this. You deserve to be a part of this community. You're going to learn about social media. You're going to learn about online marketing. Yeah, there's going to be a new live uh, training with me every single month. There's a new guest speaker every single month. There's a huge catalog full of trainings and tutorials and all kinds of information and wonderful things to help you with your business. But you're also going to be a part of an exclusive community of people that are, like I said, smart, creative, fun, have a zest for life and want to use social media for the greater good to do really cool shit in their life and their business, bottom line. And you are about to be a part of that. And I am so stoked. So go to smallbusinesssociety.com, sign up, Make sure you do it between now and January 7th so you can be invited to that new member enrollment um, group coaching session that's going to be happening in January. So stay tuned for those details. Also, we're going to have our first quarterly giveaway in Small Biz Social Society. So in the first quarter of 2022, um, we're giving away a ring light to, um, to one lucky member. So stay tuned for those details as well. So I am so freaking excited about that. <clears throat> But let's move on to the Q&A. All right. Before my voice just totally gives. All right. The first question I have. Let me take a sip of my coffee. Is from Natasha. And she says, if you were starting your service business today, what is the first thing you would do to land a client? Ooh. I like that question. By the way, I... And putting myself on the spot on most of these, I wanted to answer on the fly and just give you my honest reaction without some sort of scripted response. So um, this is not planned out. <laughs> okay, Natasha. Because, um, yes, I have a service-based business. Fun Love Media is a service-based business. As I mentioned, we are going to be doing podcast production and marketing. But what we've been doing for years is social media management, content creation, email marketing. So, yeah, they're all services. If I was starting that today, the first thing I would do to land a client is I would announce it on social media, what I'm doing. Um, I, would, I would make that announcement in a celebratory way 
Okay. Very, let me, let's get specific. I would, I would be like, I'm celebrating, like I'm so excited and proud to share that I'm officially starting my business of blah, blah, blah. And blah, 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 blah. And like show your excitement in that because here's the thing, especially like if you've been using Facebook for personal stuff, people on Facebook, they want to congratulate you. It's it's like a thing. They want to like be a part of the celebration, whatever you're celebrating. So whenever you pose it as a celebration, as something that you're proud of, it's an accomplishment that you're starting this business. <clears throat> and don't be shy, all right? Just don't, this is not the time to be shy. This is the time to speak up about your business to everybody. Then you're going to have more people want to say congratulations, hope it goes good, things like that. They may not be um, potential clients for you, but the more interaction on your post, the better because that means more people see it when there's more interaction on a post. So that's the first thing I would do. I would announce it all over social media land. And then I would, I would just reach out to people that I know that either could be clients or that know someone that could be clients. And I would do that with low expectations. Okay. I'm not trying to be a bummer, but the odds of 10 people being like, oh my God, I was just thinking of that today. I totally need that service. Yes. Let me buy it right now are extremely low. <laughs> and it's just because that's the nature of life. It doesn't have any reflection on you or your talents or your skills or your abilities, okay? So just know it's going to take some time and it has to take some consistent effort. You can't just try reaching out to people a few times and then think that you're a failure. So you need to talk about it on social media more than once. Do it in different ways. Not only do you announce that it's a new business and it's exciting, but you also might um, – continue to share and give behind the scenes look at how you do what you do and all this sort of thing. You have to keep reminding people. You can get into Facebook groups that are like in your industry so you can network with people. That would be great. And then of course, reaching out to people um, over and over and over again. You know, people irrelevant, not just random people, but you know, a relevant connection. So I hope that helps, Natasha. Um, and good luck to you with that. I love that. Um, Okay, I've got a few more here. <clears throat> okay, I have a question from Roseanne. Okay, here we go. Roseanne says, what is the best way to get started on TikTok with a whole bunch of emojis? Like, I have no idea. That's basically what her emojis are saying. You know what's the deal with TikTok lately? If you've been following me for a while, you know. I mean, like, I've had some success on TikTok but I must say that on Instagram, my community is more engaged. So it's kind of interesting. I have way more followers on TikTok, but they're not as engaged as the people on Instagram. So I think the Instagram thing is just more like a like an intimate group thing for me. I don't know. Um, you might find that to be the same case, Roseanne. But here's what I say about the best way to get started on TikTok. Right now, it could change, of course, but it's all about content, like pumping it out. And look... I'm not trying to stress you out, but a lot of people that get started on TikTok that really end up um, breaking through and getting a really great big audience post more than once a day. I know, I know, I know. I'm not trying to stress you out or freak you out, but like it's the truth. It doesn't mean it's the only way. There's never just one way of doing something, but if you really wanted to dive in and be super devoted to TikTok, you would post more than one video a day you would post at least two. And whether you post two videos a day or one video a day, whatever, you're going to want to really, really make sure your messaging, your brand and something is standing out. People go through TikTok quickly. They're scrolling, you know, pretty fast. You got to catch their attention. And <clears throat> excuse me. And they also need to have recognition when they see you again later in the crowd of the scroll. Right. So, um, since it's brand new people and a brand new audience to you, you know, a lot of people you'll notice on TikTok, like their videos are always done like in the same room in their house. So they have the same background because it just helps people recognize them. Um, but it doesn't have to be that. It could just be like making sure you can clearly see your face every single time and you're always on branding. You're always talking about your specific thing every single time and you're really structured. That's a good way to do it. And then, <coughs> excuse me, 
Um, have fun with it. Even if you're not dancing and performing, have fun because a lot of people on TikTok are there for the fun and for the entertainment value of it. Um, and then use the trending sounds, which you can look up um, on TikTok, which, which sounds are trending. But I would say it's like having a boatload of content, being super consistent, um, really being specifically branded and using the trends. And if you really commit to that, then you're going to see good results on TikTok. Um, but if you don't, I noticed that like, it's kind of like fitness, you know, how like you, you can lose your fitness pretty easily. I know I can. Um, it, it's kind of the same, same thing. Like if you take a week off of TikTok and you don't have huge following yet, it's like hard to get back into the groove of things, right? So stick with it. If you really feel like it's a good spot for you, if you feel like the viewers there will really appreciate your content. And it still is a younger demographic, but there's a little bit more and more, you know, middle-aged folks such as moi, um, you know, showing up on TikTok. So you never know. Also, it's like a cool video tool. If nothing else, even if you're not trying to build an audience on TikTok necessarily, I like to sometimes film my videos in TikTok because I like all of their um, editing features and their effects and stuff. And then maybe you just use them elsewhere after you make them in there, you know? Okay. I hope that helps Roseanne. Okay. Um, next, Sarah has two questions. Um, <clears throat> how do you increase conversion rates uh, from followers to clients? Oh, this is a major topic. Um, this is something I was just polling. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me pulling some folks on. Everybody was talking about, yes, I need to find actual paying clients, not just followers. Now, I will say there is value in having, quote unquote, just followers. Um, and it can positively, in fact, in fact, impact. God, this, this cold has got me like, I can't even talk. It can positively impact your business and your life by having a large following that's real, not fake ones that you went and fucking bought. Don't do that shit. But um, it really can because it's just increasing your exposure and more and more people recognizing you and your content. And um, it, it definitely benefits you in a way. So don't discount, you know, the growth. I think it's great and celebrate it. But yeah, you're right. Like there's a difference between just um, followers and actual clients and customers. Here's what I would say. People buy, like, first of all, they need they need to, like, want what you have. So, like, if <laughs> if a whole bunch of people follow you for the wrong reason, that's, that's an issue, right? Because then they're not even there to buy the thing that you even have or even to be interested in the thing or even to just support the thing, right? Because maybe they're in the same boat as you and they just want to support you. Like, if, if it's if it's a total mismatch, that's going to be a problem. So you want to make sure, first of all, that you're on brand with your content, of course. And, um, and I'm sure you are and putting it out there in the world and making sure that you're known for blank, like you're becoming known for your thing. And, um, that's really important in brand awareness just in general. So that way you're attracting the right people. As far as converting people, the general answer to that is, and there's going to be different answers for different people, it, you know, not it's not cookie cutter, but the general answer to that is, is that assuming that they, at least a good percentage of the people that follow you might actually want to buy the thing you have, they need to really know, like, and trust you. It's really, really a thing. And look, you may assume that they know, like, and trust you. Like, of course they do. I show up, I show my face, I talk. Um, of course they know me by now and I think they like me. They're still following. And so why wouldn't they trust me? But that may not totally be there yet. Oh crap. My phone's beeping. <laughs> Sorry. What a fucking episode. I swear. Going, sending 2021 off with a bang with my sickness and my coughing and my phone beeping and all the mess. Um, anyway, so I really think that that's my best answer without going on and on and on is that they need to be the, the right match, people that would actually possibly want to buy what you got, and then they need to know, like, and trust you, which happens over time, 
And then they need to actually see that the last kind of step or the last part of this is they need to actually see the value in what you have. Now, this is something that I struggled with, with uh, certain parts of my business in the earlier times, like actually making people understand the value of something. That is not easy to do. And back in the day before social media, people hire people to do that shit. And now all of us are out here doing our social media by ourselves. Most people are. And having to like figure out how to be branding and marketing experts. I know it's not easy. And that's why you need Small Biz Social Society. Shameless plug. Um, but, (laughs) But the truth is, is that helping someone see the value of what you provide, of what you sell, is not easy. Um, so a couple of examples of how you can do that is you can actually talk about results, like specifically be like, this is, this is the result of what will happen after you buy my thing. Okay. There's that. Also testimonials, even if you've only ever had one client, or even if it's just someone that knows you and knows how, how great you are at what you do and like, you're just getting started. So you don't even have a client yet. You have to get some sort of third-party validation. Is that the right word? I hate to use the word validation. You know what I mean. A third-party like like support. That is impactful. I notice that a lot. Like, for example, here's a crazy like random example I just thought of. So my husband and I, whenever, (coughs) I don't know, like a year ago or something, we were at our neighbor's house. And like the neighbor knew that I had a business and that I was working my business full time and Ryan was not working full time anymore, but he didn't really know much about it. And I was like, yeah, I do blah, blah, blah. I just kind of like told him really quick (laughs) social media management, like, you know, because I figure he's, he may not understand everything I'm talking about. So I just kind of quickly told him and then he was just like, oh, and he was kind of like, he didn't really like seem to care that much. (laughs) Ryan steps in and he's like, yeah, I mean, her business that pays for that house over there. And yeah, her business is doing great. And her business this and her business that. And that neighbor's eyes lit up because he was hearing from Ryan, not me. He's hearing from me. It's just like me. Of course, I'm going to be bragging on myself. But he heard it from another person, a dude. He knows my husband for years. So like he trusts him. And all of a sudden, this man looked at me differently with, like, more <laughs> respect and admiration from before. Um, so that's just an example. But that's what I mean by third-party, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, validation, whatever. Um, so do that. Definitely do that to, um, to help, help people see the value in what you have to offer. Okay. And then Sarah's next question is a really good one. Do you think – high ticket offers are a necessity for coaches? The answer is no. I don't think that high ticket offers are a necessity for coaches. Um, it's This may sound like such a generic answer, but it really depends on your actual personal goals and how you want to like be able to go about achieving them. Because if you have a specific money goal you need to reach, like for your family, like you you need to contribute, you know, $1,000 a month, let's say. Well, if you if your offers are so are priced so low that that it makes it like almost impossible to reach that $1,000 and logistically it's just like so difficult to add it all up and make that happen. Okay, then that's an issue. Your stuff needs to be priced higher. Um, you got to figure that out. So you really have to look at it that way. But as far as like just in general, I don't think that I don't think that like you're any less of a coach just because your stuff is less expensive. It's just because you're choosing to take that route. Maybe you want to maybe the people you are appealing to have a lower budget or maybe it's a situation where um, you want to help more people kind of like actually exactly like small biz social society. I was going to say kind of exactly like that. Maybe if you want to help more people and you don't have to necessarily have tons of money coming in from your coaching stuff right now and you're just like following your heart and wanting to help people, 
and you just want the price to be lower, fine. It really depends on your situation. But yeah, that's exactly what's happening with Small Business Social Society. I just want to help more people. So I'm just lowering the price so that way more people can can afford it. Um, And I think that that's totally, totally fine. But I do think that if you're serious about your business, your coaching business, and whatever kind of business any of you guys have, and you have financial goals, you really have to break it down. I understand that we have to be flexible and know that things are not going to always go as planned, like they really ever go as planned, right? But you do need to set it up. So like what I was saying with a $1,000 example, like set that up and be like, okay, if I need to make $1,000 a month to, you know, contribute to my family financially with my business and I'm going to be on social media, you know, marketing it and doing all the things, how many clients or how many sales per month do I need to get? And you've got to kind of work backwards from there and map it out so that way you actually see how it's possible. That's exactly what I did with Fun Love Media. Whenever it was, um, you know, a while back, it was only part-time because I was the main caretaker for the kiddos and I was only working part-time. Ryan was working full-time in his construction stuff. Well, whenever we sat down and talked about the possibility of him not working construction anymore and me amping it up with Fun Love Media and working full-time, I literally wrote out how it would have to go to make the money that like to replace his paycheck. And I knew how many clients I would need to get and so on and so forth. So you really need to be at least organized enough to have that. Because if you're just scrambling and you're just like, I don't know, I'll just take what I can get. And you don't have any sort of organization goals or structure. um, The odds of you reaching those high heights that you want to reach are, it's just, they're lower. Okay. All right. Um, let me see what other question we have. We're almost done here. Um, okay. I think we have two or three more. Okay. This is from Ashley and she says, if you're starting a new endeavor and you have a decent Instagram following, should you slowly rebrand your existing Instagram account or start an entire new one from scratch? You should slowly rebrand your existing Instagram account. Do not start a new one. And here's the thing. With Ashley or with who, any anybody out there that's a personal brand, you know, that's my, that's my like, that's one of my most favorite topics when it comes to business is talk about personal branding on social media. Because if you have done a solid job in building and maintaining a solid personal brand on social media, then changing industries, businesses, job titles, whatever, it won't be some sort of um, detrimental occasion for your Instagram account if you've done it right. If you haven't and all you've done is post about the existing business you have (coughs) and the existing products that you sell or represent, especially like this is very common in network marketing. If you're only posting like logos from the company that you're with and the pictures of the products and that's all you ever, ever, ever talk about, then when you want to make a change, it does make it a little difficult because people will be like, well, what in the fuck? I mean, you've been talking about this face cream very specifically for the last two years. And all of a sudden, now you're not even talking about face cream anymore. And you're talking about protein shakes or whatever the hell. Um, you see what I'm saying? So that's why the personal brand is so important because that's you creating a well-rounded you on social media and showing people that you're more than just your business. But to answer your question, I would slowly rebrand the existing account, but I don't even know if I would call it rebranding because if you have a personal brand, people know you, you're just doing a new little business venture and just start incorporating it in there. Tell people what's up, have an exciting announcement and go for it. Okay. Last two questions. Um, Okay. Aubrey says, hang on, let me get a drink of water. Goodness gracious. Aubrey says, how did you start pitching your local area without experience? Did you use a discount? Did you do things for free? Okay. This question from Aubrey, it's actually kind of timely because um, I'm really focusing Fun Love Media on um, adding new clients in 2022 from the local area. So in that, 
effort recently, I've really been focusing on um, when social media posts go up, making sure that like in my case, Houston, Houston, Texas type of hashtags are used that the Houston location tag is put in. Um, I'm reaching out to people that are existing clients that might know other business owners, excuse me, in Houston and using whatever resources that I have. Um, but as far as like for you, Aubrey, um, I know your business is different than mine. Um, I think that there's something to be said about doing something for free if you're trying to appeal to locals, but you have to be careful with that. Um, it can get tricky. It can make people misunderstand um, the actual value of what you do. Um, and it can also be frustrating if you put forth a lot of effort to do something for free because you're hoping to gain clients out of it. And if you don't gain clients out of it, I've been there before, like years ago with this one. Anyway, it's a long story, but it was very, very frustrating. Um, so I would say maybe doing something for free is not the best idea unless unless you have an exception. There's always an exception. But um, I would say you want to be networking with people in the community. If it's if it's truly a local thing, then you really need to get all up in that community business. And you really want to thrive in your local community. And you really, really want to go for it. I'd say go all in. I'd say events, attend events, you know, make sure you know other small business owners right there locally and you, you know what they do and they know what you do. You can refer people to each other. Make sure you support each other. Um, is there something you can get involved in in your community? Is there some way you can show up? Is there a community Facebook page, that, or Facebook group, you know, that you could just be a part of and you could be active and be commenting on people's things? It's, it's really about just being involved and showing up and then doing all the typical things you would do in business, of course. But in this case, I just want to emphasize that showing up on social media and in real life when you're really trying to be locally based is really important. It's really, really important. So keep all of that in mind and do all of those things. And it is going to take some time if you're just starting. Everything always does. But I say if you're super focused and you truly care about your community, it's going to shine through and people are going to see that and they're going to trust you and they're going to want to hire you. Okay. Last question of the episode comes from Jamie. Jamie says, um, can you talk about how to manage different social media platforms as a solopreneur? Ooh, this is a good question to end with. I like this, Jamie. Um, how to manage different social media platforms as a solopreneur? Well, I can speak from experience and you might be like, what do you mean, Brittany? You have a team. Well, let me just, let me just let you know, my team does not run my Brittany social media accounts. So if you follow me, Brittany Crossan on Instagram, on TikTok, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, anything that has my name on it, I did it by myself. Now, it doesn't mean in the future I wouldn't ever have any sort of help in some sort of way, but right now I do it all myself. So I do understand how juggling that can be difficult. So if you want to show up in multiple places, which I do think you should, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna baby you and tell you that you only have to be on one and that everything's gonna be fine and dandy if you're just on one. I'm I'm just not gonna be the person to tell you that. I know that's like a really popular thing to say. And if you're starting, if you're just starting, and you of course you can start with one, but you're gonna need to add one, you know, later, right? So overall, it's nice to show up in more than one place and not put all your eggs in one basket. But we don't have time to get into that entire process. So to answer your question, how I manage it. Here's a few specific things. First of all, I show up, like I have a hub. So you might want to think about that. Choose one that's your hub. That's your kind of like home base. For me, it's Instagram. I just chose it because I like it. I've built up, like I told you earlier, a, a, you know, a really engaged audience on Instagram. I feel like people on Instagram know me better than people on any other platform. They actually have gotten to know me thanks to Instagram stories especially. So that's my hub. So I would say choose your hub. And have that where you are hardcore there. You are showing up on the daily or 
five times a week or like whatever you've chosen, right? But have your hub and then you're going to have your other spots, right? And for me, especially being that I work in social media, I have accounts everywhere, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook. I even have a Twitter, all right? So you choose which other ones you're going to show up at and you try to be smart, work smarter, not harder. So here's an example of how you can do that. For me, being that I show up on Instagram mostly, but I also like to show up on LinkedIn. If I make a carousel post for my Instagram on Canva, which we're an affiliate for that. Have you ever tried Canva Pro? It's like the most life-changing, business-changing tool ever. Um, you can try it for free for 30 days. What? Uh, how do you do that? You go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. So let's say you created a carousel post on Canva and you saved it as uh, the the PNG file type. And so that's good for Instagram, right? And it's going to work well there. But Canva will let you also save it as a PDF. And the PDF carousels work on LinkedIn. So you got two places covered from one effort that you did. You see what I'm saying? So I try to think about that whenever I'm thinking out my content. Like, can I use this somewhere else in an effective and relevant way? So that's one thing is repurposing content in different ways like that. Um, And then I would say if you really, really need the discipline of a schedule for your posts and you feel like that's the one way you're going to be able to be consistent, then fucking just do that. Really and truly. And it doesn't have to be fancy. Like use the calendar in your phone. You don't have to get some fancy social media content planning app or calendar or anything. In fact, some of them really suck. So you may not even want to bother. But you can use the calendar in your phone and you can just put like say, okay, say you're like, okay, you're like me and your Instagram is your hub and you want to post every day there, right? So I'm just going to put IG on every single day, like as if, as if it's an event on the calendar, IG, 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 IG. And then say you want to post on um, Facebook three times a week. So you choose them like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You put FB for Facebook on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then say you want to post on LinkedIn twice a week. So you'd put like on Tuesdays and Thursdays, put LI, LI, right? So you're putting these things in as as if they're events in your calendar. So when you look at your calendar, your phone, you have this visual of, okay, have I done this today? Check it off the list. You see what I'm saying? If you want to do that content type of structure, it just depends on how your brain works and if that works well for you. But I would say you have to choose something, stick to it, and choose something that is doable and that is sustainable, that's another thing. While I encourage you to be on more than one platform, I also encourage you to be realistic so that you can actually sustain that level of sharing for fucking ever, basically. So if it's, if you say, oh, I'm going to post seven times a week on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, and you can't actually maintain that for like forever, then, no, then stop. Don't do that. Don't do that. Unless you like have a special offer and a launch going on, don't do that. So choose something you can actually sustain and show up steadily and consistently for your audience, network with people, and so on and so forth. So it was, <coughs> excuse me, it was, um, it was repurpose content anytime that you can. No, it hang on. Step one was have your hub, <laughs> and then repurpose your content any chance you get, and then structure it and have a schedule to keep yourself really disciplined. And you won't have to do that forever. Like now I don't have to have a schedule for my own content because it's just a very natural part of my life and it flows very, very easily, honestly, Um, because I've been doing it for so long and have so much practice and it's like brushing my teeth. I don't have to remind myself to brush my teeth. I just fucking brush my teeth, right? The same thing with me with sharing content. So it will get like that for you. It's just that it might take some time. But I highly recommend having your hub, the place where you feel that you can truly connect with your audience the best and they can really get to know you and then choosing your branches, you branch off from there after that. And it depends on the type of business as to what you're going to choose to spend your time 
more or less or whatever. But I hope that that was helpful, Jamie. I hope that that was helpful for all of you. I'm sorry about my voice, <laughs> about my coughing, <clears throat> and my uh, my sick brain over here is like it's like I'm losing brain cells or I've lost brain cells by being sick. But thank you so much for <laughs> for bearing with me, everybody. Um, again, don't forget that today. December 27, 2021 is the first day you can get into Small Biz Social Society for just $18 per month. $18! Same price as the Netflix premium plan. Why can I not say Netflix today? $18 a month. You will not regret it. You're going to have access to more than 15 online courses and trainings and guest expert presentations that we have had over the whole entire existence of Small Biz Social Society. Plus, there's a new guest expert and a new training from me every single month. There's a new group coaching session every single month. There are caption copy templates. There are stories templates. You get a monthly packet with all these goodies in it. It's packed with value, but it's especially packed with heart and with good cool, successful, smart, creative people that you want to be around. You want to be in this community. It's going to change your business. It's going to change your life. If you if you join Small Business Social Society and you are actually an active participant, it is going to positively change your life. I fucking guarantee it. So hop on, go to smallbizsocialsociety.com, enroll by January 7th, 2022, so that you can get in on that new members only special groups of coaching session we're going to have in January. I want to see you there. I want to see you at our first event that we're going to have in 2022. I want to see you all up in all the group coaching sessions and I want to see you thrive. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to me today. Thank you for listening all year long in 2021. It really, really warms my heart and I'm so thankful that I get to do this for you and with you. So that's it. That's it for 2021. I'll talk to you later in 2022. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.